Hi everyone, this is Victoria from We Are The Music Makers and today I want to talk about how to plan an elementary informants. Now this is the first podcast in a two-part series on elementary informances. This one will cover more of the philosophy and how to get started with the planning process. The next episode will talk more about logistics and rehearsals and setup and things like that. So here is part one of how to plan for an elementary music informants. So there are lots of ways to create an elementary informants. They're going to depend on your school and on your class sizes and the typical music activities you do in your regular classes. In this post, I'll outline my personal process, but the sky is the limit on how simple or complex you make your informants. Let's start with what an informants is. An informants is just any production that is for the purpose of educating an audience about a topic. So it can be as simple as inviting parents to watch your music class and giving them a brief explanation of all the activities that your students are doing. It could also be more formal and take place on a stage. The key here is that whatever you do, education is the backbone of the presentation. It's not the performance, it's the education of the audience. When I do an informants, I want to educate my colleagues and my parent community and my community in general about all the amazing creative work that my students do in a typical music class. Now, in contrast, a performance is typically meant to be the final product. It's not going to be that information-based. So a performance wants to showcase a polished final product, whereas an informants wants to showcase the process or some information about about that product. A performance is designed primarily to entertain an audience, whereas an informance is designed to educate an audience. In a performance, students are discouraged from making musical mistakes on the stage, but in an informance, students are encouraged to show how we recover from musical mistakes. In a performance, the production itself is very separated from the behind the scenes work, whereas in an informance, the production is the behind the scenes work. So that leads me to ask, which one is better, a performance or an informance? And my answer is, well, kind of both are valuable. Um, they both give insight into the learning process and into the artistic development of your students, and that is really important. So at my school, I do a blend of both, and I feel like it shows the balance of artistry and education in the music room. So that's a little bit about what an informance is. Now I want to talk about why you might consider switching to the informance model in instead of a performance model or in addition to those performances. So here's the deal. An informance not only highlights your students and the amazing work your students do, it also highlights your program as a whole. Music teachers by nature are bright and intentional educators who teach their students how to learn through music. And that alone, in and of itself, is amazing. But when you add your personal creativity and your love for your individual students, the program turns into something wonderful and something very much worth sharing. However, unless your school district has someone hired to represent your program and do all of that sharing for you, it's likely that you are your own program's biggest advocate. It's also likely that you are the only person who knows the complexities of your curriculum and the thought process behind each activity. 
So if that's the case, and it probably is, we should consider taking more of an advertisement and educational role in our community as well as our classrooms. So this ends up being something like your elementary music marketing strategy. And companies do this all the time. They recognize that people have to see a need for their products before they're willing to invest. And to make people recognize a need, they talk to their audience about the benefits of their product and they show their audience how it works. They promote their brand through advertisement and information. I think that music teachers would be wise to do the same. Now, I get it. I think that it can be uncomfortable to compare our classrooms to a company selling products. We like to think of ourselves um, maybe more of in an artistic way rather than in a business sense. But I really think it's worth taking a cue from this information and advertisement model. And here's why. We want parent and administrative and community investment in our programs through the form of attendance and participation and financial support. But if all these parties see is the final product, they're missing the majority of the magic that takes place in your classroom. And I think that's the majority of the reason they should invest in what we do in the first place. So moving away from that and into what to actually include in your informants. When it comes time to plan your informants activities, go ahead and think about what you're doing in your classroom that is artistic and student driven. So ideally a large number of our classroom activities already fit into this category. And if that's the case, it should be pretty simple to take that same activity, whether it be a game or a movement piece or a folk song, um, take that same activity and just put it on stage. My informances include folk dances and speech pieces and songs and instrumental pieces. Um, they show students singing and speaking and moving and improvising and playing instruments and all this other stuff because in other words, I'm just including our day-to-day -day classroom activities. So here are a few ideas of what you might consider putting in your informants. You can do unison singing or solo singing. You could do singing in a round. You can do singing harmony. You can do singing a partner song. You might do playing auxiliary instruments or the ORF bard instruments. You might do a speech piece with layered ostinati. You might do a folk dance or you might do creative movement. Uh, you might do students improvising on stage or you might showcase student arrangements or compositions. Now, that's a lot. <laughs> um, there are times when a classroom activity might not be appropriate for a staged production. For example, I can't imagine an audience being really on the edge of their seats to watch a dictation activity. There's not that much to watch if a kid is just writing something down on a piece of paper. Now, I do think that that skill is really cool if kids know how to dictate music that they hear, um, and it should still be highlighted. But something like a dictation activity might be better displayed on a slideshow before the program. Um, if you can display the, the piece of music that the student wrote down and then give a bit of text explaining what dictation is, that could be a good way to show that skill without having ha uh, parents sit down and watch their kid write something on a worksheet. So to recap that section, you're going to think about what is artistic in your classroom and what is educational in your classroom and where those two ideas intersect, which is probably a lot of your class activities. That is prime informants material. 
So we've talked about what an informant is, how to approach it. We've talked about things that you might include in your informants. And now I want to talk about a framework that I like to use, which is children's literature. I find it the most helpful to base my informants on a book. This gives me a structure for my program while it keeps the tone of the event really playful. Um, the other thing is that I use children's literature in my class pretty frequently, so the production still seems natural to me and my students. Choosing an informants book is a lot of fun for me. I like to take a trip to Barnes and Noble and go to the children's children's section and sit on the floor with a notebook and a big stack of books that I found. Um, you could also do this at your local library or at your school library. I have a post where I talk about how to choose classroom repertoire and four criteria that songs have to meet in order to make it to my students' ears. And my criteria for choosing a book is more or less the same. As I look for children's literature for an informants or for classroom use, I'm asking a couple of questions. The first one is, is the book high quality? Now, children's books certainly will be on the simple side in, in terms of grammar and overall structure. Um, and likely they're going to be very fun to read, but do they also speak to where children are developmentally? In addition to the text being simple or playful, is it also thoughtful? And could the book be enjoyed by both children and adults? The second thing I ask is just if I like the book. Um, will I go nuts reading that book over and over and over as I prepare for an informants? Or do I find a curricular tie-in? Because remember that an informants preparation is not separate from your normal class. The typical class activities are the informants. So if I were not preparing for a presentation, would I still use this book in my classroom? That's a great question. Um, where are the musical connecting points in this book? How can I use this book to showcase what I'm already doing? So is the book high quality? Do I like it? And then the third question is just, where's the creativity? Do I feel creatively drawn to this book? And do I think that my students would feel creatively drawn to this book? So those are the things that I think through as I choose children's literature. I'm looking for something that is high quality. I am looking for something that I like, something that has a curricular tie-in, and something that I feel creatively drawn to. There are other ways that you could frame your production, though. You could also consider basing your informants off of a poem or off of something like a school motto. In the past, I've done an informants based off of the lyrics to a song, and it was a huge success. So there's flexibility to do what suits you and your program the most naturally. So what we do in our typical music classes differs significantly from what students do in other classes like math or like science. So it's really helpful to document your class along the way. While parents have a realistic picture of what math and science classes might look like, they probably don't really have a clear idea of what your class looks like. So while an informants is a really great way to bring parents in on the process, it can be helpful for them to also have a little bit more context about your music room. So to help with that informants presentation, I like to document my classes about a month or two leading up to the production. I take videos of the students improvising or playing a game or singing a song. 
Um, I also will do things like collecting written compositions or dictation activities. I also like to just record students sharing what they're learning in class. And then from there, I can take all of that student work and I can choose how I want to display it to create a bigger picture of the media and of the processes we use in the music room. Now that's a lot of different information for parents to sift through and I think it's easiest to have one central place where they can go and look at all of those activities and for that I use the Seesaw app. You are probably familiar with it already but if you're not, Seesaw is a free really easy to use software that lets me upload student work and share it with parents. So after I invite parents to join the class they can like their students work and they can comment on it. Um, so so I also use this as a platform to post announcements like the date and the time of our informants. I have had a lot of success with this as a parent communication tool, and I think it's one reason that my audience turnout is so high at the informants event itself. So on my website, I have an image of the teacher dashboard of a sample class. And for that, I just um, used one of my old classes and blocked out the parent names and the student names. In the activity I have shown on my website, they are composing with rhythmic building blocks. And they're composing a B section for the song Kookaburra. Now at the time, we hadn't yet learned the real name for Takadimi, so the 16th notes in the picture on the rhythmic building blocks are just notated as four dots on one card. So then what I liked about this is that when we performed their final rhythmic patterns at the informants, it was helpful for parents to be able to see the composition progress from week to week. And they could see that at one point, the students could play four sounds on one beat, but they didn't know the name. And then by the time the informants rolls around, the kids can announce to their parents that what they're hearing is called Takadimi, um, their 16th notes. And then the parents were able to see that progression from the rhythmic building block to the stage and I think it was really helpful for them to be able to see. Now logistically if every student at your school has an iPad then great um, you can probably very easily find a way to incorporate Seesaw into your classroom but um, I found that most of the time it's actually just easier for me to film the students myself and upload it to their profile. This makes so much more sense, um, especially if we're doing a whole class game or activity like Bluebird Bluebird. Um, it doesn't it doesn't work to have kids <laughs> flying around the circle with their iPads. It makes more sense for me just to video it and then upload it to their profile. However, if students are working in small groups to do something like um, oh, create an ostinato, uh, it makes sense for them to bring their iPads to class or at least bring a few iPads to class and then go ahead and just take the picture of their work themselves. Okay, so that's a lot of info. We've talked about what an informant is. We've talked about why you might consider consider doing it. We've talked about informants and just education in general of your parent community as kind of like your marketing strategy. Um, we've talked about things to look for when you pick uh, children's literature and we've talked about how to show parents the process of your educational approach in the classroom. Next episode I will talk more about the details of putting an informants together things like rehearsals and sending parent invitations and talking to your principal about this idea and the specific song selections. So in the meantime if you have a question about the informants process uh, you can find me on Instagram. I am at Victoria Bowler and you can send me a message I'd be glad to get back with you. I hope you have an amazing teaching week. Thank you so much for listening.